You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. The following is a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. From the diamond, to the clubhouse, to the front office, this is the show that feeds the passion for all Twins fans. It's Inside Twins. Inside Twins is sponsored by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. Well, good morning and welcome to a uh, big Sunday here at Target Field. It's Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota, how memories are created and legends are made. Legend Derek Shelton in studio today <laughs> for another edition of Inside Twins. Now, we have a rotating cast of folks who join us on this program. Derek is here today. We have Rocco, sometimes Thad or Derek. And it's a different show depending on who's in studio. If Thad or Derek were here, we'd be talking about the, the different makeup of the AAA roster, more injury-related questions. Uh, we're not going to worry you with that stuff, Derek. We're going to go where you are inside the dugout, and we're going to talk kind of about what this team is doing and where you guys are right now. And let's start... Uh, with last night because I think fans excited about a series like this as well they should be but as players as staff you have to love playing top-notch competition late in the season right I mean there's there's nothing better than matching up against the team that you're duking it out for for that one particular spot in your division yeah I think it's exciting I mean anytime you're playing meaningful games when you get into mid-August and September it's it's the most important thing. And then, you know, when you get somebody in your division and a team that's been good and won the division, you know, multiple times in the last few years and you get a, a good crowd that was loud and into the game, I mean, yeah, that's fun. That's, you know, why we do it. Jake Odorizzi had some funny comments last night about the ball game, and, and he said, hey, fans, just relax. It's going to be okay. And I want to talk about mindset because as fans, we're allowed to freak out. <laughs> but you're not. <laughs> Inside no. the clubhouse, as a staff and as players, you're not allowed to freak out or to panic. And the other part of that is if that was your tendency, you probably wouldn't have made it as a player or as a coach or as a manager. Uh, how do you go about blocking out outside noise? And and really, is it fair to say that, that it's not even as much of a challenge as it would seem because of the way most athletes are wired? Well, yeah, I think so. I think, you know, they're we, they – the players, the staff are focused on the process at hand and the process is a day-to-day game. And, you know, I think the one thing that, especially with fans is they look at it very singular is like, if we win tonight, it's, you know, the greatest thing in the world. If we lose, it's the end of the world. Well, we have to look at the process in general and, you know, specifically to this series. Yeah. It's a bigger series because we're playing a division foe that's, that's near at the top of the division. And the first two nights we faced really good pitching and, you know, last night they faced, you know, Jake Odorizzi, and he went out and pitched really well. I, I think the big part about it is, is if you're a player, if you're a coach, and you hear fans like that, you're really excited that they're invested. You know, if fans aren't worried about where we're at, then that means they're not invested. So the fact that people are invested or passionate or however you want to state it, that's a good thing because that means they care. And when they care, there's a lot of good things. And you see, like, loud crowds last night and, you know, the crowds that we've had for most of the year, which has been phenomenal. So passion, I think, is a good thing in fans. But I think, you know, for our sake, we concern ourselves with the process. Yeah, and speaking of process, all year long, uh, much has been made, and we've discussed it in various venues with you and with Rocco, about your pattern of, like, we're going to rest a guy here, we're going to set our lineup up days in advance. As we get later in the season, 
And as you lost a couple of key elements of that equation, Byron's out, Nelson is out, do you have to take that more on a day-to-day basis, or are you still able to look four or five days out in advance as far as when you want to get guys a break? Yeah, we're still looking four and five days out, you know, just because of the fact that we have to stick to the process of why we've had this much success. Now, when you start to factor in off days and the fact that it is the end of the season, you're probably going to see us push it a little a little bit more, but we're going to be very cognizant of when guys need a day, what's going on, and, and those things. But we were able to go through a stretch this last week where Miggy got a day, Kep got a day, you know, Georgia got a day, and then he got a DH day last night. So, you know, we're still very we're still very in tune with it. But when you do lose Buck and you do lose, uh, you know, Nelson for an extended period of time, the, you know, the one thing with, with losing Nelly is the fact that Nelly specifically DHs and, you know, if you watch, he does it really, really well. Yeah, he's pretty good <laughs> yeah, at that. He's yeah. pretty good at it. But that does give us the opportunity now to slide one of those guys in. Like, you know, we were able to DH Polo last night. We're going to DH Louis Arias today. So it's just one of those things where, you know, now that gives us a little bit of flexibility in that time when Nelly's out to to get those guys in that spot. Derek Shelton, Twins bench coach, is our guest here in studio. Always a fascinating conversation. I want to pick up on something you just said. You're going to you're going to DH Luis Arise. We could talk about Arise for days and we've we have talked about him a lot. DHing is kind of a different animal. Some guys do not like it. They're bored. They don't know what to do, how to prepare. Other guys love it. Nelson has made an art of it obviously through his career. I would think that Luis Arise is a guy who could adapt to any role that you would give him. But is it interesting to watch a young guy in a DH role in terms of how they figure out how to go about staying in tune with things in between plate appearances? Yeah, um, I think the one thing about Louie is we could probably set his hair on fire and he wouldn't know it because he's so calm. You know, I mean, he's just – he goes throughout the day at such a consistent level. And I think as we've talked about in the past, I mean, he's 22 years old and he plays – with the patience and virtue of a 35-year-old. So, you know, I, we've – actually, Rocco asked me last night when we talked about it, he's like, have we DH Louie? And I'm like, yeah, we actually have, like early in his, you know, time in the big leagues. But nothing seems to affect him. So it's a day off his feet going in, going into an off day that gives him two days. He's probably played and very well warranted as much as anybody we've had in the last three weeks. So it's just a nice little break, you know, to get him off his feet. But still, I mean, as we see, he, his at-bats are so consistent to keep him in the lineup. And so much so that Terry Francona intentionally walked him the other night, left on left with, with Brad Hand. Were you and Rocco going to elbow each other in the dugout there? Because I know you're thinking along with what you think Terry's going to do. Did you anticipate that happening? No. <laughs> to, to, I, yeah, to say that, I mean, when it happened, he got to 2-0 and he walked him. So, you know, I think we try to we try to anticipate and work along with other managers, you know, specifically I do just because of, you know, Rock's managing our side of the game and, uh, you know, Tito's if he's not the best manager in the game, he's right near the top. Did not see that one coming. Very surprised. But I, I think, you know, it shows to the, the respect that, that he has for, for Louis Arias and what he had done, you know, in the previous at-bats. Because, I mean, it's not like we were talking about in the sixth inning. We're talking later in the game off a guy that's an all-star closer, same hand, left on left. And you don't see that very often. So I, I think it's, you know, people are starting to realize that Louis Arias is a good player. Sticking with Louis just briefly, because we talk about his, his plate presence all the time. He's probably played as good a second base as we've seen from him in the last couple of weeks as well. I feel like he continues to improve on that side of the game, despite the fact that on a given day he may be in left field, standing on the morning track, he may be at third. We've seen him at shortstop. 
Uh, but he made a couple of plays and triggered a couple double plays at second this week that looked like he was born at second base. Yeah, I think so. And I, I think one of the challenges that, that we placed on Louie early on is that, you know, he did go to second. He went to third. He has played some short, which after the first time he was up this year, we sent him when we sent him back to Rochester, we made sure he played more shortstop because it wasn't a natural position for him. And then we put him in left field, which is something I think he had done like two or three other times in his life. So we've kind of bounced him around in the last – you know, 10 days, two weeks, he's played mainly second. And I see, I think we're starting to see him getting a little bit more of a flow being there. When Sam Perlazzo was in town, we were talking to him about working with a young Louis Arise defensively at the different positions. And he said he would always threaten him if they didn't do what Sam was telling him to do, he's going to make him catch. <laughs> <laughs> and he said that Arise would just say, no catch, no catch. Yeah. And he'd go out and get better. There's a great motivator, right? Yeah, that is a really good motivator. Yeah. And Louis, you know what? Louis could probably catch he if he probably wanted could. to. Probably yeah. too. But yeah, that is that is definitely a good motivator. But I think it's a credit to our player development staff, you know, to Sammy and, and the guys down there that the player that Louis Arise has turned into. Yeah, and he's become critical again with Nelson out for a little spell and, and Byron out for a little spell. Nelly's around the team still, which is fantastic. What an influence he can be even when he's not swinging the bat. Uh, how is Byron in terms of where he is with the shoulder? Are there any updates? Are we still a week or so away from knowing really kind of what his timeline could be? Yeah, I think we're still a little bit of time away from, you know, not specifically knowing if it's a week, if it's five days, if it's 10 days to where he's at. But I think it's just a matter on his health. I mean, he's around the club every day too, which is important. Anytime when you have, you know, important pieces of your team that are on the the IL, it's very important for them to be around the team because they're, you know, it's a breath of fresh air and it's probably important for them too because, you know, when you're when you're hurt and uh, you're on the IL, you want to feel like, you know, you're part of good things that are going on because they are a big part of it. Yeah, when you get hurt and you're off rehabbing and you're maybe in Florida and everyone else is, it can be very isolating. Yeah. And so uh, the way things have worked this year has worked very well. We're just getting out of the gates here on a big Sunday. The Twins taking on Cleveland today, trying to split this series before heading off on the road. Derek Shelton is our guest on Inside Twins. More with Derek Shelton when we return on your home for Twins Baseball. Every Friday after Twins games, fireworks courtesy of Securian Financial will light up the sky above Target Field from June to August. Go to twinsbaseball.com for more. No word in the English language is less convincing than probably. Are you sure we should get matching tattoos on our first date? Sure. Um, we'll probably stay together. Probably? <laughs> it's been 23 minutes since I ate. <laughs> I can probably swim. Uh, you should wait 30 minutes. Mm, okay, now tell me what to do. Cannonball! Cramp! Oh, I have a cramp. I can probably hit the green from here. Probably. Can I get a mulligan? Ready to go? Hey, are you sure you're okay to drive? Yeah, I'm pretty sober. Yeah, I'm probably okay. Probably okay isn't okay, especially when it comes to drinking and driving. If you're drinking, call a cab, a car, or a friend. Buzz driving is drunk driving. A message brought to you by NHTSA and the Ad Council. baseball summer just wouldn't sound right the twins community fund getting more kids in the game 
Learn more at twinscommunityfund.org. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game. Welcome back to Inside Twins, brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota, how memories are created and legends are made. Derek Shelton is our guest. Twins taking on Cleveland again here today, trying to split this series in two before heading into an off day in Milwaukee and then on to Milwaukee and Texas. Max Kepler. I think everybody knew Max Kepler was a really good player, and we could look at just him and use the eyeball test. You could dig deep through some of the surface numbers and say he's going to keep it in line drives. Could you have foreseen, though, the home run total? And forget the ball, because only five guys in the league have hit more home runs, and they're all hitting with the same ball. Did you see the power surge coming from Max this year? No. I mean, I think anybody that you know says, what's he have, 32? 32. 32, yeah. 32, 33. So anybody, and it's August 11th, so I, I think we, we saw definitely potential, and I think a lot of people in the game saw potential in what he was going to do. But to, to unlock what he's done – you know, and I, I think there's a couple things. I think, the, you know, we, we moved him to the one hole. And as we've talked about a lot, you know, Rocco and I probably spent three to four weeks in the wintertime talking about our lineups and moving kept to the top and what it was. And then I think his conversations with James and, and Rudy and, and, you know, how he's changed his approach is, is a key to it. And the, the, the credit on that, I think, goes in, in terms with, with Jay and Rudy kind of isolating the things we need to do, but even more so kept taking it into the games and trusting it and, and, and having the ability to do it. And we've seen him maintain a consistent approach all year long, and we knew he hit the ball hard. You know, I mean, the the ball he hit last night, I mean, he hits a line drive to to left. It looks like a right-handed pull hitter, you know, hit it. So I, I think we're seeing him develop into the baseball player that uh, that he can be, and it's just fun to watch on a nightly basis because he just keeps getting better and better. And it's not just the offensive side of the game. You know, he's been better in right field this year. He's been better when he's moved to center with Buck being out. He's running the bases better. I think you're starting to see, you know, the confidence of a really good young baseball player come into his own. And he's adding things. The, the opposite field home run last night, 76 homers in, he'd never hit one to left, and he's at two to left in big spots, right. you know, in, in the last couple of weeks. Does he have maybe the perfect temperament to be a baseball player? Because when you think about Max, he has all the physical skills in the world, except for the ability to grow a cool beard. Uh, <laughs> and, and yet he's got this this demeanor about him that is very even keeled, very, I'm going to work. Here's what happened today. Here's what's coming tomorrow. He's never up. You know, he, he hides it when he's down. He is he wired perfectly to have this sort of an ascension in a game that just grinds at you for seven months, eight months. Yeah, I think so. I, and I think one of the things Max is really, he's learning number one, how to take care of his body because of the grind of playing every day. And, you know, the grind of being in center field is a little bit different from the grind of being in right field. But I, I think to your point, he does. You never see him have a good day or you never see him have a bad day. And I mean that in a positive way with the good day because he never lets the three homer games you know, like he's walking on top of the world. And he never lets the three strikeouts days where, you know, he feels like he's swimming water. And I, I think that's probably a, a testament to who he is as a person, his development in the minor leagues, his probably development growing up. You know, you grow up with things, you know, like that, and you're able to maintain consistency throughout it. And it, it's a it's a good thing to have for a baseball player because 
this game can suck at times, and mm-hmm. it can really kick you in the mouth. So to do that and to never get too up or down, it's a really good thing. Uh, one of the things you mentioned there about him improving his, his base running, and we've seen that. There are some guys on this team. Without Byron, it's not like there's a bunch of you know, 85 Cardinals running around on the bases, but there are some guys who can run a little bit, and yet that's not part of what this team does because obviously the guy in the on-deck circle, as we've seen, can hit the ball into the upper deck at any given moment. Did you anticipate that much of an imbalance offensively between maybe the running part of it and the home run part of it, or did you – guess going into the year that maybe this would have been more doubles first to third with some of the personnel in terms of their physical skill sets yeah that's an interesting point I I I mean honestly I think if we looked at the beginning of the year we probably thought we were going to run a little bit more and you know do more things like that but I think you take the you take the culture of your club and the fact that like to your point I mean if we have a guy standing on first the guy in the box most of the time is in scoring position it's it's just it's just a fact so the, the fact of the matter is putting ourselves in a position where we may run into an out is probably foolish on our end when we gonna, we're going to let the guy at the plate, you know, kind of go after it. I mean, we, it's very obvious we create rallies by hitting the ball in the gap and hitting the ball out of the ballpark. So, you know, I, I just think when you, you realize what the culture of your club is and what the mindset of your club begin, or becomes, then you start to – you start to adapt to it. Yeah, you have to. I mean, you owe that to your team yeah. you to let them be who they are. One of the wonderful things is you can watch a guy hit a ball in the upper deck in a big moment. Miguel did it the other day and think, wow, and just embrace it as that moment. What he said to us after the game, though, on the air is what I want to get to. Um, he was anticipating his at-bat in the ninth inning, in the fifth and the sixth inning. And he and Rudy were working very specifically towards that pitcher and that pitch and that at-bat way before people in the ballpark even thought that that might come up. To me, that's A, a testament to Miguel's maturity as a young player, to Rudy's diligence as a coach, but that's not just him. That's kind of a ballpark-type thing. So beyond all these home runs that people love to celebrate, they don't just happen. I mean, there is work being put in to put these players in position for these these grandiose moments. Right, and and I think we've talked to I mean, we kind of talked a little bit earlier about our staff and I, th- I think it's a credit to our staff and you know I think we we hear you know the good things that a lot of them do and it's true I mean Rudy's in the cage all game long and they are preparing for things and there's conversations there's going that are going on and there's video that are going on and I know to that point and I think your your first point is probably as good as anything to Miggy's maturity. I mean, we're seeing Miggy grow up this year in a lot of ways. And the fact that the the prep work he was doing in the fifth inning and sixth inning and seventh inning uh, to be ready for that at bat is different than stuff he's done in the past. And I think, you know, the work we're seeing him do on the field prior to games now is different than he's done in the past. But, yeah, it's a credit, it's a credit to Miguel first and foremost. But, you know, I think our staff – deserves credit in the fact that they're coming up with plans, formulating plans, and then making sure our players implement it to make sure they're ready during the game. Felt so bad for CJ when Nelson gets hurt. He does not have the opportunity <laughs> to be ready. He steps into a two-strike count and gets 98 at the yeah. letters. Good luck with that. Yeah, that's that's probably not the best situation <laughs> to step into. Yeah, just straight cold off the bench. He didn't have the time. Never had a chance. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back. One final segment with Derek Shelton on your home for Twins Baseball. You took the first step and quit smoking. 
but even former smokers may still be at risk for lung cancer. That's why SaveByTheScan.org wants you to know about a new low-dose CT scan that can detect lung cancer early. It takes only 60 seconds and could save your life. You took the first step, now take the next. Visit SaveByTheScan.org for a simple quiz to see if you're eligible and talk to your doctor about screening. SaveByTheScan.org is brought to you by the American Lung Association's Lung Force Initiative and the Ad Council. Kids don't have a field to play baseball on, they'll find somewhere else to play. Help the Twins Community Fund's Fields for Kids program build and restore fields. Learn what you can do or make a donation at twinscommunityfund.org. The Minnesota Twins Community Fund is supported by Minnesota Twins Cornerstone Partners, Target, U.S. Bank, Treasure Island Resort and Casino, and Delta Airlines. We thank them for supporting youth baseball and softball throughout the upper Midwest and for getting more kids in the game. Adopt U.S. Kids presents What to Expect When You're Expecting. A teenager learning the lingo. Today I'm going to help parents translate teen slang. Now, when a teen says something is on fleek, it's exactly like saying that's rad. It simply means that something is awesome or cool. Another one is totes. It's exactly like saying totally just shorter. As in, I totes love going to the mall with Becca. Another word you might hear is jelly. Jelly is a shorter, better way to say jealous. As in, Chloe, I am like so jelly of your unicorn phone case. You don't have to speak teen to be a perfect parent. Thousands of teens in foster care will think you're, um, rad just the same. To learn more, visit AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, Adopt U.S. Kids, and the Ad Council. Baseball's better when it's a family affair. Bring the whole family to Target Field. Enjoy a game in the Cup Family section. Presented by Fox Sports North. It includes a free swaggered hot dog and Pepsi. Visit TwinsBaseball.com for more information. Opiates has taken everything and everyone I've ever loved away from me everything. I blew my ankle out and I got prescribed pain pills by my doctor. If making my detox public is going to help somebody, I'm all for it. I just wish I would have had a warning. Opioid dependence can happen after just five days. Know the truth. Spread the truth. A message from Truth, the Ad Council, and ONDCP. The show is Inside Twins. It's brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer, made in Minnesota. How memories are created. Legends are made. Inside Twins leads into our pregame lineup card. We'll have Jeremy Zoll with our minor league player and pitcher of the week. Uh, and then it's baseball. Aaron Savali is going to make the start for Cleveland opposite Jose Barrios. Looking for big things from Jose as the Twins try to split this series. And then Derek Shelton. It's an off day in Milwaukee. And I know you'll want pictures with the Fawn statue and you'll want the Harley <laughs> Davidson Museum, but... Uh, typical off day for you? Typical off day for me. Well, yeah, I grew up close to Milwaukee. I grew up about 35 minutes south. So we used to go to like Summerfest and go to the fair. We like going to the Carver County Fair in Waconia, you know, Great getting a fair. pork burger and some cheese curds. So, yeah, I was kind of hoping Summerfest was going on because saw Huey Lewis in the news there in like 1988. <laughs> Long time ago, but uh, the yeah, the sports uh, LP was was on the top yeah, of the charts. Huge, yeah, huge. Yeah, the the mullets and 
designer jackets. So, so will this be a homecoming of sorts for you? Oh, uh, you know what? A lot, a lot of my people don't live there anymore. Everybody moved to the warmer weather. So, Smart. but there are there are some people there. Some guys I went to college with that live like upper in northern Wisconsin. So. Were you a kid who would go up to County Stadium? Was that your induction oh, to Major League Baseball? Yeah, County Stadium was huge for us because County Stadium you could uh, tailgate. And you the could, smell. There's uh, a smell, Yeah, right? there's a definite smell. And my dad played in the Oral organization, and he played on a team that had uh, Bobby Gritch and Don Baylor on the same team. Pretty good team. And Johnny Oates. Pretty good team. Yeah, Joel Tabelli managed. <laughs> so we would get tickets when from those guys when yeah. I was growing up, and we would go. But County Fair is like, yeah, I, I love going to County Fair. And there Fair. was like apparently the mustard, right? Was there a special? No, it's, the, it it's the, the barbecue of, sauce. The yeah. sauce. Okay, yeah. explain. Like, uh, th- it's, there's no explanation for it. It's the best sauce in the world, and it's called stadium sauce. And I can promise you that when I leave Milwaukee – that I will have four to five <laughs> bottles that the fill the clubhouse guy there knows that when we come into town, yeah, they put it on brats, they put it on Polish sausages. There is nothing like it. My dad spent like five years trying to replicate this sauce and no chance. It's like nothing else you can have. I cannot wait to get there to be in the visiting clubhouse to have one because it brings me back to like being a kid. Oh, that's fantastic. And off day in Milwaukee, it's a big week with Milwaukee and Texas. But first, Cleveland, Jose Barrios bumping the road last time. I'm not worried about Jose Barrios. I'm guessing you're not worried about no. Jose Barrios either. You love putting his name on the lineup. Right? Oh, yeah. Gosh. I mean, excited for this to be the last game of this series and with him on the mound. And like you said, a little bump in the road last time. But, you know, I think you can roll through the the best pitchers in baseball and you're going to find a bump in the road. But excited to have him on the mound today. And it's going to be a fun day. Uh, Tito in the other dugout. I mean, you've worked with some great managers. You've, you've coached against a lot of great managers. Fun chess match with a guy like that in the other dugout. Yeah, and I think the fun thing about T- watching Tito is, is he's never, you never see him down. I mean, you you may see him messing around in a you know five run game when they're up, five run game when they're down. His demeanor is really good, and I think, you know, it's why he's had so much success. I, it's why when players talk about him that they respect him and revere him. And, you know, he's done it in some very, very volatile and very yes. important places. And, and uh, you know, it, it's fun to watch how he manages the game. I mean, like you said the other night, we had no idea the Arias thing was coming. But you know there's a purpose to it. And you know the, the other thing about it is he doesn't care what anybody else thinks when he's doing something. He has a reason for it. He's going to do it. He's convicted. And I think that's a sign of a really good manager. Yeah, I think it makes for great baseball. Two dugouts uh, like this match in which should be fun today. Thanks for coming down. Thank you for having me on. Alright, I'm going to check out that sauce when we get to Milwaukee. Oh my gosh. Alright, I'm going to 100%. Derek Shelton, a little product placement from Derek Shelton here. The show is Inside Twins. Brought to you by Killer Root Beer. Made in Minnesota. How memories are created and legends are made. Pre-game lineup cards next on your home for Twins Baseball. You have been listening to Inside Twins. Brought to you by Killebrew Root Beer. Made in Minnesota. It's how memories are created and legends are made. This has been a presentation of the Treasure Island Baseball Network. The pennant race is heating up at Target Field. The throw across and somehow got him. That was an amazing play by the All-Star, Jorge Polanco. August 23rd to the 25th is Players Weekend at Target Field. The first 10,000 fans on Friday receive a Players Weekend nickname shirt courtesy of Sheboygan Sausage Company. That was gone. Here comes Minnesota. 
Then on Sunday, Case IH presents a toy tractor for the first 5,000 kids 12 and under. Get your tickets at twinsbaseball.com. This is Chad Greenway of the Minnesota Vikings asking the old question, is it Duck Duck Greta or Duck Duck Goose? This epic debate has brought forth the hottest, smoothest vodka in the Midwest, Grey Duck Vodka. Grey Duck Vodka is different in all the ways that matter. Grey Duck is made from Minnesota corn, it's gluten-free, and is now available all throughout Twins territory. Being from the Midwest, we have the same pride in supporting our communities, businesses, and farms as you do. That's why we distribute to places you're already gathering, the cabin, the game, your local bar, your own backyard. Grey Duck will be there. Get the duck out. Out here, you need the power to control your environment, or it may control you. The power of the Kubota L2501DT compact tractor. It comes with all the easy-to-use implements you need and the kind of comfort that delivers a satisfied smile all day long. And now, get the Kubota L2501DT tractor for as low as $139 a month with 0% APR financing for 84 months plus a 6-year warranty. Now through August 31st, 2019. Visit GoKubota.com for more details or to find the Kubota dealer nearest you. This is the sound of at Koala Mama 85 asking DQ to bring back the Snickers Blizzard. And this is the sound of us making the Snickers Blizzard. And the all-new peanut butter pie blizzard made with Snickers. And this is the sound of 5,157 happy Snickers Blizzard lovers saying OMG smile emoji praise hands thank you exclamation point praise hands praise hands. That's what a Snickers Blizzard sounds like. And it's back with the all-new peanut butter pie blizzard made with Snickers. DQ. Happy tastes good. Thanks to U.S. Bank, your banking is done in a few clicks, so you have time to get more done. Like, wake up, stretch, go to meetings, go to the gym, convince yourself you like the gym. It's fun. I really like it. A U.S. Bank checking account with online and mobile access allows banking to fit in your life. Call 800-720-BANK. Visit a branch or go to usbank.com slash checking. U.S. Bank. The power of possible. See a banker or visit usbank.com slash checking for more information. The U.S. Bank mobile app is free to download. Your mobile carrier may charge access and messaging fees. Deposit products offered by U.S. Bank National Association, member FDIC. Hey, Ken Herbeck here, and summertime in Minnesota means baseball. Weekends up north and family time. This year, enjoy the one and only Killebrew Old Fashioned Root Beer and Cream Soda. Pick up a six-pack or a case at your neighborhood Festival Foods grocery store. Whether it's ice cream floats for dessert or a caffeine-free, gluten-free refreshment, your kids will absolutely love. Take it from a guy who knows a little bit about legends. You're never too old to relive the fun of sharing your first Killebrew. It's how memories are created and legends are made. 